Hi everyone. This is a production by Dr. Admire Mopper Radzer Dubey. Welcome to the very first episode of Capital Markets Watch Africa. Who is this presentation for? This series will appeal to investors in Africa, both established and beginners. By investors we are referring to 1. Those with investment portfolios of African securities. 2. Holders of equity in African corporations. 3. Stock market traders and 4. We also include in this list business owners, large or small, and the general public as everyone within or with an interest in Africa is affected directly by For instance, the current price and likely future price of crude oil, etc. These are matters we will discuss weekly among other economic issues. Why do you need this information? Everyone at one point or another needs to make a financial decision. Granted, some are more urgent than others. Yet still, others are for millions, while we have some for a few coins. Ultimately, Everyone needs to consider and review information in order to judge the financial prudence of saving or spending their money for optimum results, depending on the goals. Do you want to buy a plane ticket? Is it cheaper to buy it in your currency or another? Does it make any material difference to pay now or wait a week? This is but one example. Yet such questions are simpler to answer when provided with currencies activities of the past week and analysis projections for the impending weeks. and we provide information on african currencies weekly in our broadcasts some questions are bigger in terms of value at stake you are holding on to a million worth of gold as a traditional store of value but let's say gold price on the international market has been plummeting the past week so are your savings in money terms should you continue to hold gold and weather the storm should you liquidate at a loss and invest in a security poised for growth in the short term or should you move your money into another safe in quotes Haven like real estate you may find that our analysis on gold for that week will make your planning easier as we include it weekly under our commodities of course there is a caveat to the information we provide please listen to our disclaimer coming shortly this series is not only for times you need to make decisions deserving special mention as people who may find this series helpful are what we may term economic actors to include employees in the finance sectors students and everyday consumers Information herein will be about general finance news of the past week and how it may in the coming week be affected by numbers emanating from various bourses across Africa. Information herein will be about general finance news of the past week and how it may in the coming week be affected by numbers emanating from various bourses across Africa. For students and those who have a keen interest in finance, we have another weekly series which we produce simultaneously as this one. It is called Let's Talk Business. This series aims to cover topics, processes and terms found in the business world. The presentations will be broadly divided into three distinct but related categories of economics, finance and business. On there, will be clear and concise definition of terms and description of concepts found in the business world. The difference between that series and this one is that, while let's talk business brings everyone up to speed on finance jargon and abstracts, this series, Capital Markets Watch Africa, applies those concepts to actual african economies and makes sense of it all to give output that can be consumed in equal satisfaction by both finance professionals and everyone else enjoy either of these presentations or both please consider subscribing and follow us on social media as well we thank you all for your love and support and we keenly look forward to engage discussions now 
let us now fit in that quick disclaimer. It is imperative at this juncture to mention that, although in all our series, we strive to be as factual and abreast with current trends and legislation as possible, our presentations and analysis are not a substitute for professional financial services. Neither are they a substitute for your educational tuition material if you are using our series for study purposes. Use your discretion on what you think is of value to you as we are not responsible for the actions users take based on the contents of our series. This production is for information purposes only. For professional assistance to make commercial decisions, and on specific queries, we provide a paid service. Please contact us directly on the details provided at the end. Now back to the series. Capital Markets Watch Africa is a series that we will broadcast weekly, covering African indices' performance of the past week, and, more importantly, analysis for likely market direction in the coming week. We will point out the 10 best performing stocks across the continent and, equally, 10 that shed the most value in the last 5 trading days. And we will also look at the past week's performance of, and news about, top commodities, minerals and energy, including gold, platinum, coffee, cotton, crude oil, and natural gas. Also to be mentioned are the African currencies including analysis and reasons for big movements, if any. Africa, a continent of 54 countries, has 29 exchanges, representing 38 nations' capital markets. Each week, we will pick any one of the 38 countries to discuss its stock market, its economic numbers and any other relevant information. I take it that is all the housekeeping done. And we know you are itching to dive straight into the business of Africa. Pun intended. Please listen to the end for bonus free hints on where you may put your money this week, to likely get good returns. Right. We will begin with business news. Our first headline is, World Food Prices Inflation is Weighing on the Purchasing Power of African Households. In a continent where supply stocks rarely cover a whole year, and where cropping is mainly rain-fed, anything that disrupts supply chains for even a month, always has detrimental effects on supply, which in turn puts pressure on food prices to rise. Post-COVID-19, after lockdown disruptions, the advent of conflagration in Ukraine has interrupted food production recovery. That Ukraine itself is a major grain supplier to parts of Africa, has put paid to upward food inflation pressures currently being experienced in several African countries. In a related story, Malawi has received emergency funding from the IMF. The International Monetary Fund's executive board recently authorized a transfer of 88.327 million US dollars to Malawi. This was under the rapid credit facilities food shock window. The country became the first low-income nation to benefit from this new instrument. It offers a one-year avenue for emergency fund assistance to member countries experiencing extreme food insecurity, a significant rise in their food import cost, or a shock to their grain exports. Malawi is one of the 48 nations designated by the IMF as being the most severely affected by the global food crisis. Our third headline today on Africa News reads, Flory Lizer, President and CEO of the Washington-based Corporate Council on Africa has encouraged the West to look at Africa for sourcing and manufacturing. She stated that the epidemic altered the globe in numerous ways, including supply networks. It showed the flaws of relying on a single source. This is an excellent time for world corporations and even countries to consider Africa as the newest, and possibly most safe and robust, platform for expanding their sourcing and manufacturing in Africa. She went on to ask why nations such as the Democratic Republic of the Congo, which contains 60% of some of the world's key minerals, 
should be exporting such raw materials out of Africa to produce items, such as mobile phones or automobile batteries. She states that it makes more sense to add value to these minerals closer to mining sites. Such an argument will mean Africa is an ideal location for investing in manufacturing. Security and infrastructure concerns can be easily addressed where there is a will. In yet another related issue, the European Union, this past week, on the 29th of November, revealed details of 150 billion US dollars global gateway plan for Africa. The global gateway indicates a transition in the EU's foreign policy away from development aid and toward investments in critical infrastructure, energy, and productive sectors. Many observers consider the program, which was first revealed in December 2021, as part of the European Union's 300 billion euros global gateway investment strategy, half of which is to be deployed in Africa, as a counterbalance to China's Belt and Road Initiative. Next headline is, Banking Sector Faring Well in Africa. In this year's evaluation of Africa's top 100 banks in 2022, earnings have risen and their capital and assets have improved. The study rates African banks based on Tier 1 capital. This is made up of the following components, capital, plus reserves, plus retained earnings, plus minority interests. These are presented in local currencies and then converted to US dollars at the year-end exchange rates in the results. According to Bankers' Almanac data, the past year has seen a remarkable comeback for Africa's largest banks. Revenue and earnings were affected by the COVID-19 pandemic and accompanying restrictions, but a combination of high levels of bank resilience and proactive support from several central banks enabled them to not only manage, but also increase their earnings. Capital grew by 8.7% and assets by 11.3%. And costs have been held under control by a greater emphasis on digital banking channels. Simultaneously, the current process of banking sector integration across the continent will further benefit the banking sector through steady effectuation of the African Continental Free Trade Area AFCFTA. From the survey, the top five banks in Africa are South Africa's Standard Bank Group, with Tier 1 assets worth $13.618 billion US dollars. National Bank of Egypt with $7.276 billion US dollars. Another Egyptian bank, Bank Misser with $7.235 billion US dollars. Then a South African bank again, Firstrand with $6.461 billion US dollars. To round up the top five banks in Africa is Morocco's Atijeri Wafa Bank with $5.913 billion US dollars. Our final headline for this week is, South Africa eyes green hydrogen investment worth $250 billion US dollars. At the just-concluded COP27 International Climate Summit in Egypt, South Africa unveiled a green hydrogen proposal. There are arguments that it is the most plentiful element, a silver bullet, and the key to unlocking all of our future energy demands. Other African nations, including Morocco and Namibia, have already established themselves as prospective hydrogen producers. Namibia announced a 9.4 billion US dollars green hydrogen project in 2021, with production set to begin in 2026. The first goal is to produce 2 gigatons of renewable energy for regional and worldwide markets. The 8.5 billion US dollars pledged at the United Nations Climate Change Conference in Glasgow, COP26, to assist South Africa's Just Energy Transition Partnership in transitioning to a low-emission development path includes an aim of, in quotes, developing new economic prospects such as green hydrogen. In the wake of this, South Africa announced intentions to support a pipeline of green hydrogen projects valued around 17.8 billion US dollars over the following decade. In an article by WeForum published on August 10, 2022, 
they suggested that a multifaceted industrial policy be implemented to help green hydrogen emerge as a breakthrough technology in a society that is highly reliant on fossil fuel-based technologies. With that bit we conclude this week's Africa Business News. Now let's go to markets. We will make a rundown through all the African markets, in alphabetic order, listing their value movement from market opening on Monday, compared to close of business on Friday. Botswana Market opened at 7,621 and closed marginally higher at 7,625.48. West Africa's Bourse Regionale des Valores Mobilières, or BRVM Composite, in short, Market opened at 194.04-190.23 shading a small 2 basis points. Egypt Market opened at 12,917.22 and was bullish throughout the week closing 5% higher at 13,639.73. Ghana Market only opened on Thursday at 2,463.27 and traded for two days, closing on Friday at 2,463.44. Basically unchanged materially. Kenya Market opened at 127.34 trading ever lower till Thursday, with a small pullback on Friday and market eventually closed bearish at 126.86. Malawi Market opened at 59,432.42 and moved slightly up to 59,795.47 on Tuesday, where it stayed till market close on Friday. Mauritius Market opened at 1,872.74 and had a surge up towards midweek. By Thursday there was an equal dive past Monday opening price to close red at 1,871.11. Morocco Market opened at 10,870.17 and increased about 1,5% to 11,028.15 by end of business on Friday. Nigeria Market opened at 47,436.45 and closed 1,5% green as well at 48,154.65. Rwanda Market only traded Tuesday and Wednesday and sideways market reflected this with an almost static opening and closing price of 147.35 and 147.30 respectively. Tanzania Market opened at 1,867.05 and closed marginally higher at 1,872.22. Tunisia Market opened at 8,096.86 and had a steady decline to close marginally soft at 8,066.16. Uganda Market opened at 1,219.63 and closed marginally higher at 1,220.93. Zambia Market opened at 7,098.57 and had a comparatively smaller volume of trades, which did not affect value that much, as the market closed at 7,249.67. Finally, Zimbabwe. This market also had smaller volumes of traders compared to past weeks and on Friday closed slightly higher at 7,249.67, 
near its Monday opening price of 7,098.57. We now look at individual stocks, particularly the top 10 movers on Friday. GlaxoSmithKline of Egypt closed at 38.44, a plus 19.98% increase. National Real Estate Bank for Development also of Egypt closed at 27.95, a plus 19.96% increase. Mauritius Freeport Development Group of Mauritius closed at 12.00, a plus 19.40% increase. Standard Chartered Bank of Zambia closed 1.32, a plus 15.79% increase. Compagnie Immobilière Limité of Mauritius closed at 800.00, a plus 14.45% increase. Delta Sugar of Egypt closed at 20.67, a plus 13.95% increase. General Company for Silos and Storage of Egypt closed at 129.38, a plus 12.51% increase. Nasser Company for Civil Works of Egypt closed at 19.22, a plus 11.94% increase. Thomas Wyatt Nigeria closed at 0.44, a plus 10.00% increase. Wema Bank, also of Nigeria, Closed at 3.43, a plus 9.94% increase. As for the bottom 10 shakers, paper converting of Mauritius closed at 24.50, a minus 16.95% decline. Mauritius Cosmetics closed at 20.00, a minus 10.91% decline. Star Africa Corporation of Zimbabwe closed at 1.43, a minus 10.45% decline. Academy Press of Nigeria closed at 1.26, a minus 9.35% decline. Ariston Holdings of Zimbabwe closed at 3.65, a minus 8.64% decline. Grit Real Estate Income Group, USD of Mauritius closed at 0.33, a minus 8.33% decline. CIE of the BRVM composite closed at 1,715.00, a minus 7.30% decline. The B Equity Partners of Mauritius closed at 51.00, a minus 7.27% decline. Vivo Energy C of the BRVM composite closed at 710.00, a minus 7.19% decline. Japal Gold and Ventures of Nigeria closed at 0.27, a minus 6.90% decline. Commodities Energy prices dropped 4.5% in November, led by coal minus 12.2%, and natural gas, minus 8.5%. Non-energy prices gained 0.7%. Agricultural prices declined 0.4%. Food prices eased 0.1%, led by grains, minus 3.9%. Beverage prices dropped, 
minus 5.2%, while raw materials increased 2.1%. Fertilizer prices declined by, minus 5.8%. Metal prices gained 5%, led by nickel, 16%, tin, 9.6%, and copper, 5.5%. Precious metals increased by 4.4%. Currencies We reviewed 18 major African currencies' performance against the United States dollar in the last trading week. In the whole week, all but five currencies had a Monday opening and a Friday closing variance of under 1% in either direction, firming or weakening. This gave limited space to make profits in either direction for long-term bag holders. Day traders had altogether different prospects in this currency space, as there was considerable volatility to take advantage of. Particularly in the two currencies of South African Rand and the Ghanaian Saidi. The Rand gained plus 2.17% week-on-week, while the Saidi shaded minus 3.99%. The biggest drop among the currencies. The South African Rand had the sharpest movements, with a massive drop midweek, as news filtered through of the possible ousting of the president, Cyril Ramaphosa, by his political party. By weekend, all losses were recovered as South African officials dispelled the news and stated he may yet stay on in power. The charts thus showed a classic V-shaped recovery. The Saidi, on the other hand, has been facing serious headwinds, mainly linked to the Ghanaian economy under pressure, from both internal and external elements. Perchance, we may even do a special presentation in the coming weeks on just the Ghanaian economy's circumstances, time permitting. Back to the Saidi. By market open on Monday it had lost over half of its value in the past year. The week was typical and the currency continued in decline to be the biggest shaker in African currencies this week. Upcoming Events Bank or public holidays in Africa this trading week. Thursday 8th of December, in Equatorial Guinea and Seychelles. Friday 9th of December, in Tanzania. Please note, we have lean market-related events since the year is coming to a close. Let's now turn our attention to this week's Spotlight Market. What better market to start with than the Bourse Regionale des Valeurs Mobilières, or BRVM in short? The Bourse Regionale des Valeurs Mobilières, BRVM, is the regional stock exchange of the member states of the West African Economic and Monetary Union, WEMU. That means it is a composite exchange that straddles eight West African countries, all using the CFA franc as legal tender. Constituent member countries are Benin, Burkina Faso, Ivory Coast, Guinea-Bissau, Mali, Niger, Senegal, and Togo. The exchange is domiciled in Abidjan, Ivory Coast, but maintains market offices in each of the affiliated countries. The bourse has a market capitalization of about 5 trillion West African CFA franc, XOF, or about 9 billion US dollars, making it the sixth largest in Africa by market capitalization. It has about 50 listings on that market. Bonus Earlier we promised to give you bonus tips for where to put your money in the coming week if you listen to the end. This is just reward for being with us from the beginning. At this point, we have to remind each other again of the disclaimer. This production is for information purposes only. For professional assistance to make commercial decisions, and on specific queries, we provide a paid service. Please contact us directly on website www.admiremopperradzerdube.com Spelt A D M 
I, R, E, M, A, P, A, R, A, D, Z, A, D, U, B, E, dot com. You can also reach us on our social media accounts of the same names. Please do consider dropping a comment or asking your questions. Also, please consider subscribing, while you edit, to be notified of any midweek updates. Okay. Back to the hints. Because these are analysis suitable for a week or so, it necessarily follows that they are suitable for swing traders, and to an extent, day traders. For longer-term investors you will need to get projections from us directly. The first one is, gold. On fundamentals, the uncertainty of the post-COVID-19 pandemic recovery, coupled with the headwind pressures fanned by the conflagration in Ukraine, has seen central banks liquidating other instruments and channeling proceeds towards the safety of gold. This has created a demand, against stagnant production, making the gold price rise. We have just witnessed the single largest quarter of central banks' demand for gold at around 400 tons. To put this into perspective, the next highest demand was at just 241 tons in Q3 of 2018. Another way to look at this humongous appetite for gold is to consider the year-to-date purchases, hovering around 700 tons already before the year is out. Already higher than any other full year since 1967. On technicals as well, gold is looking a sure gainer. On weekly charts price action has broken out of bearish channel and is currently hovering around 1,798 US dollars per ounce. On the daily, price has pushed through, and retested, the 200 exponential moving average, strengthening the logic that price will go higher. Target price, by end of the week, is on daily resistance of 1,900 US dollars per ounce. The second hint we will give you this week is on the two currencies already discussed. The Ghanaian Sadie is on a steady gradual decline so a close stop loss can be used in case of a violent pullback. Generally we expect it to slide further this week too against the USD. Especially if the USA announcements this week are favorable to the US economy. Like the ISM non-manufacturing PMI number announcement the on 5th of December, and the balance of trade numbers due to be announced on the 6th of December. The SADI target is 14.25 against the USD. One of the cardinal rules of investing is to never trade the news, but the fundamentals and the technicals. However, this week we will make an exception for the South African situation. The news around the presidency and a likely court case, or outright ousting, will spell further slide of the RAND. If any of the two happen expect the RAND to end the week trading at around 18 to the USD. So, that's it on the hints for this week. In conclusion. We would like to thank our sponsors, without whom this series would not have been possible. Finaco Finance Brass Monkey Distillers Star Farm Produce E-Power Energy ASAC Construction Right Angle Engineering Sendasa Logistics Big Lights Media Chem Matrix Chemicals And finally, Cradle of Africa Travel and Tours you may now also consider checking out our other production series aptly name, Let's Talk Business, for clear and concise definition of terms and description of concepts found in the business world. And with that, we conclude this episode with a quote by Ayn Rand.
Money is only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver. Ciao.